Hello. Thanks for connecting to the teachings of Prophet Lovi Elias. May you be blessed by this teaching and may your life never be the same. To get the most value from this word, empty your heart and be ready to receive. If you have been impacted by this ministry and want to sow into it, please visit prophetlovi.com or revelationchurchla.org. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. I want us to read Romans chapter 8 verse 37. Let's read it together. One, two, three. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Can you read it like you mean it? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. One more time. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I want you to read it and those people online to hear you. One, two, three. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now, I want you to read it that demons in hell will know that you are more than a conqueror. One, two, three. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. You may be seated in heavenly places. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now... I want you to understand something very simple, very special that God has given to us as his children that is to benefit us and to bring us to the place of promise that God has ordained for us. I want you to understand how many people are waiting for a manifestation of a miracle. Wave your hands. You're waiting for the manifestation. Wave your hands. Wave your hands. Uh -uh. You, you put it down too quickly. How many, if you are waiting for the manifestation of a miracle, please stand up. God is confused what you are waiting for. You may be seated. You should know me by now. My job is to mess you up. But I'm being honest, God is confused. Have you ever read any scripture that God told you to wait for something called manifestation? You know that is our concept, not God's concept. There is no place in scripture that says when you pray, now wait for manifestation. So what you're waiting for, even God is confused. What are we waiting for? I'm just trying to help you. Don't, don't hate me. Now, in this scripture that we just read, and I will go a little deeper, and I promise you, you will never wait for something called manifestation. Wow. Then, okay, you know what? Let's. If I were you, I'll be so happy. You have been waiting for something that God doesn't know what you're waiting for. God is about to put you in a place where there will be no waiting. I receive. And your amen is so small. Let me preach for those who are online and maybe the overflow because this is shocking. Now look at this. Romans 8.37 is talking about, it starts from 36, it talks about the difficult things and all these different things. Then he says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. 
But you see, you use that as a motivation because you don't actually understand what the Bible is saying. A conqueror is somebody who went through things and overcame. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you're suffering, why is God still calling you a conqueror? It means there is a disconnect between the reality of God and the reality of man. It means that where you are processing things and how you are living is disconnected from what and how God functions. The issue with us believers is that we have been taught how to pray, but we don't understand that the core part of our spiritual walk is the prophetic. I know this sounds like a broken record, but it is the truth. It is 100% the truth. God is the master prophet himself. That is why the Bible says prophecy, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Do you know what that means? Prophecy reveals who Jesus is. Prophecy does not simply tell you God's mind, but it shows you the nature, the person, and the character of God. When you open the Bible in the first chapter, already you are seeing the Bible is beginning with prophecy. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form, and darkness and void was on the face of the earth, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Then God said, why is he saying? You see, the language of God is prophecy. Because whenever he talks, there is an effect. Amen. Amen. Right now, you are in church because you pray, you seek God, not because God is, you see, we Christians, I think modern day Christians, we have it backwards. Mm -hmm. When we pray, we pray for something miraculous to happen. But the miracle is God speaking. Whenever God mentions it, it is finished. If God brings it, you know, many times the reason why many of you don't even know and it is Satan giving you bait is that he will bring you something without the word. Let me talk to the people who got it. Father, I am praying for this. Before anything happens, you should hear God saying something. Because when God says it, it guarantees it. If it appears without the word of God, it is suspicious. Are you sure you can hear me? Yes. Now, I want to show you something interesting. When you open Genesis chapter 1, which we'll read in a second, and then I will show you something, and I will explain to you how God wants us to be positioned. You see, whenever you are praying, whenever you are engaging with a prophetic act, you need to understand what is the peace within the prophetic thing you declared that will put everything in motion. Prayer does not put things in motion. Prayer starts things. Within prayer, there is a prophetic moment Within that prophetic moment, the prophetic reveals 
the beginning to the end, the end to the beginning. But it gives you insight on what will put everything in motion. So when you pray, you pray you know you will break through. But you miss the piece that will put everything in motion. Now because you are waiting for that aha moment, you say I am waiting for a manifestation. Let me show you something that will surprise you. When you read Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1 talks about God creating the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know, and God said, let there be this. God said, let there be that. God said, let there be this. God said, let there be that. But I want to show you something. Genesis chapter 2. From verse 4. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 4. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 4. Are you ready? Yes. Listen to this. These are the generations, meaning generations as far as God has already said they have happened. There is no human being, but there is already generations. Adam has not been made. There are no children. But as far as God is concerned, there are already generations. How can you have a generation without people? As far as God is, everything is in motion. Listen to this. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Verse 25. And every, verse 5, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the lord god had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was no man to till the ground stop right there so when god was saying in genesis chapter one let the ground bring up fruits and he saw that they were good and god said let them Mm. What was God seeing? Genesis chapter 2 is telling you none of those things happened. You didn't hear what I told you. Generations had passed between the time. This is why when you hear the first day, the second day, it is not days according to man. This may be millions of years, maybe thousands of years, we don't know. Because a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day to God. We don't know because it wasn't measured by sunrise and sunset. God was determining the days as he felt. When he finished a project, then he said the first day and the, the, the evening and the morning, the first day. We don't even count days based on the evening, but God is counting days from evening to morning. We are counting from morning to evening. So even our concept of days is different. You are in the dark, but God is saying your day has started. Amen. Amen. See, you didn't catch it. It seems like it's gloom, but to God, your day has started. Yeah. You see, when everything is good in your life, you cannot see God. If everything is good in your life, God has not appeared yet. But the moment darkness has entered, then the light of God comes. Then you really begin to see God. And when God manifests in your life, that is when the first day of your life actually begins. I prophesy to somebody that is under the sound of... See, 
receive. It may be dark right now. It may look like you're at a dead end. But I am telling you, your day just started. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Especially those who are clapping their hands to the King of Glory. Sit, sit for two seconds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are, are you listening to me? Yes. Are, are you listening to me? Yes. So when God was saying, let the ground produce this and let it produce it after its kind, God said, wow, this is good. Then God said, let this and this and this and this happen. And God looked and he said, wow, this is good. Let every tree produce after its kind. And he saw the trees and said, these trees are good. But you read the next chapter, it's telling you, oh, by the way, nothing grew. <laughs> Number one, there was no rain. Number two, there was no man to till the ground. So God wasn't waiting for a manifestation. Do you know why God was not moved that nothing appeared? Spiritually, they were all there. But God was engaging with the natural world and the invisible world at the same time. You see, your issue is you are operating in the spiritual but you don't understand the protocols of transferring things from the spiritual to the physical. Let me, let me talk to people who really want to hear this word. You think prayer transfers things. No, it doesn't. You are caught up because you don't understand what makes the exchange of the spirit god was very well aware of it he did everything he was relaxed he created everything notice the sun was made everything was made but when he created adam adam was connected to the prosperity the increase the expanse of God's kingdom was upon Adam. And Adam was made from that very ground because Adam was supposed to control the ground. So God cannot prosper the ground without a man called Adam being in place. So it did not matter how many things that God declared that are true. Those truths will never be seen until a man called Adam is formed from the ground. Amen. Amen. The miracle, the manifestation is not waiting for the anointing. It's waiting for you. Amen. Amen. This message is for people online. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Teaching good, Pop. The miracle is not waiting for anybody. You are waiting for a manifestation. The manifestation is looking, saying, I'm waiting for you. Yeah. 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 I, I am just waiting for, for, for the elevation. Elevation is saying, my friend, I exist because of you. You are the one that will make me happen. Amen. I cannot make you. You make me. Hallelujah. 
You validate. Listen, listen, listen. Sit down for a second. Do you realize that gold has no use unless there's a human being? Silver has no purpose unless there's a human being. But you are defined by resources instead of So you are playing the whole spiritual game backwards. So God did everything, but God is relaxed. He's just waiting for the perfect time that he wants to create Adam. The moment he creates Adam, everything starts to grow. Why? But you're missing something. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Genesis 1 26. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Amen. I, I think the upstairs people are taking time. Okay, there we go. Listen to what God, before he, he formed man, he put purpose into man. The problem is you pray without purpose, you pray short-sighted. And because you pray short-sighted without a real agenda, except what you want, you cannot see the puzzle that moves everything. When God was making Adam, before he even made Adam, he had downloaded the program that Adam was going to run on earth. So he understood that whatever I am declaring will work because Adam is on the earth. Once I put him on the earth, everything will move because this is what I am creating him for. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have what? Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Before he was even created, God is thinking about what Adam is going to fulfill. Amen, amen. When you are praying for a miracle, what are you praying for it to fulfill? Just a house, feed your children, just heal me, Lord. Then what? When God was doing this, he was doing this for the benefit of the birds, the cows, the, the fish, everything that has to do with the earth. Adam was going to be a benefit to all those things. You want God to bless you, but you're self-centered. Help us, help us. If you didn't clap, it is you I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So the part you're missing is this. God created Adam to have dominion. Do you know what it means to dominion, to have dominion? It means to control, to subdue, to capture territory. You see, your issue is you pray, but you don't match capturing territory. That's good. Adam was placed in the garden, but he did not have dominion of the garden. That's why the devil hid in the garden. Do you realize that there was nothing in the world? It was barren. The only place that there was vegetation and everything was in the garden. 
And the purpose of Adam being created was this, verse 27. So God created man in his own image, in his, in his own image, in the image of God created he, him, male and female, and created he them. Verse 28. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over it. Notice this. God did not just put them in the earth to live in the garden. No. God wanted the earth back to himself. The earth was destroyed from how God had made it. When the devil was sent on, when the devil was cast out of heaven, fell down to the earth, he destroyed what God had made. So in order for God to regain it, God had to put a being on the earth that represents him mm. that was going to cover ground mm. until the earth goes back to how God wants it to be. Come on. And if it goes back to how God wants it to be, then it belongs to God Come on. again. Amen. Amen. So God forms man, puts him on the earth, tells him, listen, you are here. To subdue the earth and replenish it. It means the earth was empty. Wow. Wow. So God was not going to manifest gardens on the earth. Adam was supposed to be a fulfillment of God's prophetic word. Let there be this fruit. Let there be that tree. Let there be this. Adam was going to restore the earth. By being navigated by the prophetic word that God spoke. Because those words were the seed and the fuel to carry out the purposes of God on the earth. You are praying God bless me. But God is saying I have already blessed you. Yes. What are you ready to have dominion over? Amen. What are you ready to subdue? What are you ready to replenish? Yes. You are waiting for the supernatural to push you, but you are the supernatural manifestation Come on. of God's word. Come on. You are waiting for something that you are. When God looks at prayer on the earth, sit down for two seconds. Do you realize the Bible says this? Man shall give unto your bosom. It doesn't say angels. It doesn't say God will come from heaven and give you anything. It said men will give unto your bosom. Do you realize every time you pray, God uses another human being to answer your prayer? Amen. Amen. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? If I'm saying, Father, today, open that door for me. Then I go to that door, I find where saying, oh, by the way, you know, uh, uh, I just felt like I should open this door for you. Wes is not opening it, it's God opening it, but God is using a human being. Why? Nothing on the earth can be fulfilled without man. Come on. Amen, amen. amen. There is somebody in poverty right now because it is your fault being broke. Let me talk to somebody in the back on this side. There is somebody, there is a child sleeping hungry right now because it's your fault. There is a mother homeless right now because it is your fault. 
Ah, I know you don't like that, but it's the truth. There is somebody right now sick in the hospital. Nobody can pay their bills because it's your fault. The Bible says you will lend to nation. Who have you lent to? The Bible says that you will be the blessing on the earth. Listen, the earth doesn't need any more prayer. It needs people that will carry out the prayer. Amen. Teaching good. We have too many people fasting, too many people praying, but nobody is ready to do the prophetic word it takes to fulfill the mandate of God. I am prophesying and ministering to people that will be energized to make the things that need to be done, done. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sit down for two seconds. I am just being a hundred percent million real. Amen. Let me ask you, did God give you that apartment or did you go and apply for it? You prayed, but you went and applied for it. You wanted a job, but you went and applied for it. You want to eat, you go in the kitchen, cook and eat. You don't say, Father, feed me and open your mouth. Uh. You understand that the basic needs of life need an action. Yes. 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 But when you pray, you're idle waiting and saying, I'm waiting for a manifestation. Do you see the problem with us believers? Let me show you something. Go back. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 2. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And and, uh, verse 4. I believe I was verse 4, right? Uh But I want to show you something. Verse 7. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Listen to this. Are you ready? Yes. Are you all ready? Yes. Look at this. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. First of all, let's slow down. Everything that did God, God did, he spoke. This is the only time God had to touch dust. Do you know the word dust there is rubbish? Something that is not useful. So it is the only time in scripture that God is getting his hands dirty. Come on. Come on, you're teaching good. Teaching good, prophet. I feel like this message is... It's for maybe only those who are watching online. This is the only time God is getting his hands dirty. He's forming something. Everything else took a word. But in this one, God had to touch it. God had to form it. Yes. Many of you, your problem is you're, you're praying for things you're not bold enough to go after it. Yeah. You're praying for things, but you're not ready for people to insult you for Come it. On. Yeah. You want things to change for you, but you're not ready to change. Wow. We have become hypocrites in the eyes of God. If God can, pro- if God Almighty, all powerful, yes, can prophesy, and He knows this one is not prophecy. This one, my hands need to work. Uh-huh. Wow! 
Wow. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is God understands the difference. In this one, God left the spiritual world. Entered the physical world. Went and took dust and began to form it. You you are not even in the spiritual world but you want to remain in the spiritual world more. Mm. God did not say, I decree and declare, Adam, rise up. God formed a man with dust, went down on him and did, it's alive. He rose up, he said, now I'm done. He went back into the spiritual realm. You are doing everything either physically only or spiritually only. You have no balance to understand. Now it is the time to engage the spiritual. And now it is the time to engage the physical. Now it is time to engage the physical. And now it's the time to engage the spiritual. You blend and mix everything together and then you say, I am waiting for a manifestation. Wow. I am... You see, you are looking at me with... Some people are sitting looking at me with a certain tone. Sit, 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 sit. Some of you are not liking me right now. I'm telling you the truth. Whether you like it or not, it's true. Listen, me, I am not a hypocrite. I am not, you know, I am not, I, I was, I, I did a small five-minute video yesterday. Yes, good. I've been training Muay Thai for, for many, many years. Since I've known uh, 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 Prophet Ron, maybe it's been nine years, I've been doing Muay Thai. For the first time, I competed. For the first time I competed. And when I'm competing. Amen. Amen. For the first time I competed. Because I've been doing it, doing it, doing it. But I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to compete. Do you know what I did? I was weighing 180 pounds. I dropped to 161. Within one month. Look at how skinny I am. I I paid the price. Why? Because I understand. This one. Shandarararaba. Rikababa. It's not going to work. The physical world is working by different rules. Teaching good. good. My tongues are not going to help me. My fasting is not going to help me. Come on. If I don't do the work, I will get beat up seriously. Mm. Do you know what I did? Every morning, where is my witness? I'll run two to three miles every day. Until sometimes my feet will hurt, I can't run. But because I understand that this is the only way I can win. I ran. I was at the gym. I was doing three workouts a day. I'll do strength and conditioning in the morning. Uh, Before the afternoon, I'll do the Muay Thai class. In the evening, I'll do boxing. I did that every single day you are seeing me preaching here. I was here sometimes. My feet are sore, my body. Every single day I was here. No excuses. Why? I want to win and I know what it takes to win. Amen. So good. If you are spiritual and your spirituality does not enhance your physical life, you don't have a spiritual life. That is a lie. You don't have a spiritual life. Spirituality does not cancel the physical life. It enhances spiritual life, physical life. I paid the price big time. I paid the price big time. And when I went in there, guess what? It showed that I had actually put in work. Amen. It did. The person didn't come and say, oh, prophet, love. He didn't care who I was. He was ready to take my head off. 
So when we are in the world, the world does not respect our Christianity. Come on, come on. The world does not respect the Jesus you carry. Amen, come on. Now you are not listening to me. You think the world will look at you and say you are a child of God. The Bible says you will prove that God is with you. Yes. Hallelujah. You will prove it. It will show that there is something supernatural with you. Why? You know how to cover physical bases. And when you cover physical bases, it is easy for the spiritual to enhance what you're doing. Everything, sit, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Even Moses, God chose him because he knew the Egyptians and their ways. Every time God picked something, he picked him because he was good at what he was doing before spirituality came in. Peter was a fisherman. Jesus says, you see the skill that you have to catch fish. I will apply the same thing when the anointing comes to capture men. You see, the first time the Holy Spirit comes on Peter, Peter adds 3,000 more people to the faith. You didn't get it. Jesus prophesied it because he knew when the Holy Spirit will come, Peter will know how to talk. Yes. And then when he will talk, thousands of people will be added to the faith. Do you realize nobody is mentioned doing that except Peter? Wow. Peter rose up and says, people of Israel, these men are not drunk. It's only 12. This is what Job prophesied. He started teaching. Before you know it, people were baptized. They were coming to Christ. Why? The same skill for fishing. God used that skill for winning souls. Amen. Amen. Where is your spirituality if you don't understand what it takes to live in the manifest word of God? If the word of God is alive, if the word of God is powerful, why are you not living in the things that God has for you? It means there is something. God is never wrong. God will never be wrong. And God has not chosen a terrible path for you. Difficulty is an opportunity. You see, Adam was created with difficulties waiting for him. He was created, he was given a start. Hey, the garden is not your house. The garden is my house. But I want you to replicate this garden out there. Your duty is to go out and start expanding the garden. So Adam came into the world with an obstacle already in his way. But that obstacle was designed to make Adam work the spiritual and the physical. Every time he returned into the garden, he entered the spiritual world. Every time he came out, he was empowered to carry out the duty. He wasn't going to look at the ground and say, ground... Plow yourself. Do you know what that meant? It meant Adam had to come up with tools to till the ground. The Bible says unless a seed goes into the ground, it means Adam had to think, how do you plant seeds? 
Many of you, the blessing is so accessible. You are waiting for something, even heaven is saying, we are waiting. The Bible says everything pertaining to life and to godliness, God has given it to us. So what are you waiting for if God has given you something? When I, I, let me use my son JT because he just walked in. When JT was buying his home, there were some obstacles. And every time he called me, I was just laughing at him. And he was looking at me like, why are you so relaxed? He started saying, Papa, maybe it's, the bad, it's a bad time to buy a house. Because it seems like I thought I was ready. But the more I'm getting closer, I'm realizing I'm missing this and this. May, where will this money come from? Maybe it is a bad time. I looked at him. I said, sir, relax. This is the best, best time. Relax. Are you not in that house? Huh? What? You are not in the house or you're in the house? In the house, painting, moving things around, going up and down the stairs. How long have you owned this house now? I believe, what is it? Oh, like nine months. But at the time, did it not look impossible? It, 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 it was definitely that. That obstacle was there. And it looked like, I'm not certain. <laughs> so your uncertainty doesn't mean that God has not blessed you. Come on, teaching good. Your thoughts may be uncertain, but God has made up his mind. Amen. Amen. Your heart may be confused, but God has made up his mind. Amen. Amen. You may be confused about it, but God is sure of it. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. Let me give you a fatherly, brotherly, prophetic advice. Amen. Sit down for two seconds. Many of the Christians in church, you are sad because you're not going out to pursue what God has for you. And not only what God has for you, you are, you are ignorant of, you see, you are existing in three realms. Listen to me carefully. You exist in how many realms? Three. You exist in the physical world, which we are engaging with right now. You exist in the soulish realm, which is the intermediate place between the physical and the invisible. And then you also exist in the spiritual world. If you are born again, your spirit is in the same place that Jesus is in. That's why it says we are seated in heavenly places with, with Christ Jesus. Now, it means that for you to be a completely happy man or woman, you must prosper in all these three realms. That is why Paul said it like this. I pray above all that you prosper even as your what? It means that as your spiritual life is prospering, your soul life should prosper and your physical life should what? Prosper. All these three words should prosper. If you are right now, there is none of you that is spiritually broke. If you have received Jesus here and online, you're going to heaven. You're not spiritually bankrupt. You have Jesus. You have everything 
thing that God has made, you have become a co-heir of it. What belongs to Jesus also belongs to you. But you may be unfulfilled in your soul realm because you are not living out the desires of your heart. Some of you, you look like 250 years old. Simply because you should have gone and danced salsa. Learn how to dance salsa to be happy. You used to love it and you used to see it. Wow, I like salsa. That could be really cool. You never went to do it so your soul is scarred. You are in church singing hallelujah but your soul is like "Mm," because your soul has been bruised. It is no longer able to cooperate voluntarily to your spirit. Wow. Wow. Because it is lacking. And to be ignorant of your soul is to be ignorant of your physical life. Are you guys listening to me? Yes. As long as you're not sinning against God. Listen, I want to compete. God is not mad at that. A lot of pastors will say, ah, why are you going to do that? No, that's you. I am not you. Stop trying to be people. Uh -uh, Stop. Stop it, stop it, stop it. If you don't do it, they will talk about it. If you do it, they will talk about you. You might as well do it and live for yourself. Yes, amen. Doomed if you do, doomed if you don't. Stop living for people. Listen, I live my life. Me, ah, I live my life. Whatever I like, I will do. Because one day I don't want to get to heaven. And when we are in heaven, we are sitting around and talking. So what did you do on earth? No, I was just fasting and praying. Then you realize in heaven, they're like, what? You are on earth. You did not enjoy the summers. You didn't go to the beach. You didn't go hiking. I wish I was on earth in your time. You sit down and say, hey, I thought it was all about fasting and praying. You're setting us free, prophet. Do you realize that when Lazarus made it to heaven, he was given everything else he could not have on earth. So if he had those things on earth, there was no need for them to be added in heaven. Me, I am trying to ride the wheels of this life. Amen, amen. As I am also going to heaven. Amen. So that when I get to heaven, I am not repeating what I did on earth. Uh-huh. I am entering into the joys of God that I never knew. Yes. Are you guys listening to me? There are so many Christians going through depression, casting out demons. No, your soul is hurt. Your soul is, when was the last time you just got up, you, you dressed, put your lipstick, dressed nicely, and went to a restaurant to just feel good, and sit down and eat? Yes! Deep. How can the world be enjoying life more than you children of God? God is your father, but you're miserable. It's crazy. 
You are looking at people, you're looking at people, you're looking at people. Yet you are waiting. You can't even manifest simple joys of life. But you want to manifest a property. Yet you don't know how to manifest little things that will enhance your... Because remember, you can be spiritually strong and mentally weak. You can be spiritually strong and end up in mental sickness. Not because it is a demon, but because you have allowed the pressures of life to traumatize you so much. Listen to me. The flesh is not a demon. You cannot cast it out. Mm. Your soul is not a demon. You cannot rebuke it. Mm. The way you deal with these two things is different from the way you deal with your spirit. Some of you, take your husband, take your wife, go down south, tell, listen, today we are going to Lanzarote. Amen. Yeah. Let us take it back to when we met. When we met, I remember how I used to spin you around. (laughs) If you cannot manifest the simple joys of life, how are you going to manifest the prophetic word of God? If you don't know how to do the basic things that enhance your life. Listen, if I get the opportunity to sleep in the White House. I am doing it with no problem. I did it. I will finish life. I said I slept in the White House. If I get an opportunity to sleep in Queen Elizabeth's bedroom, I want to do life saying that I did this, I did that, I did this. Thank you, Lord, that you gave me the opportunities to do this. Yes, I receive. You are too spiritual that you're no longer good for earthly life. Oh, teaching good. That if God looks at you, he can't even tell the difference between you and an angel. Wow. 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 You lost your identity. A hundred percent. You look at what I am telling you is, imagine we don't know how to carry the simple protocols of physical life. That is why we are not good at manifesting spiritual things physically. If God tells you, do you realize that, see, sit for two, I have eight minutes, let, let me feel, I, I am just trying to open your eyes. Live. Listen to me. Live. Yeah, amen. Listen to me. Live. Capture this by the spirit of God. Do you realize every war Israel fought, they fought by themselves? Every war. They went before God. Father, should we go to war? He said, go, I have given them to you. But when they go there, they don't find God putting them in a box with a bow tie saying, you won. They came out fighting. They knew spiritually if we are covered... Physically, we can never lose. So they were fulfilling God's word by being present to fight, knowing that they cannot lose. Are you listening to me? Every time they went to war, Father, shall we win this war? 
There are times God will tell them, don't go to this fight. They won't show up. Should we pursue? No. Should we pursue? Yes, I've given them to you. So even though they were spiritual, they understood there is a time. If I am told spiritually I have this, then when I show up and I do what I know how to do best, I will win. But many of you are praying in hope, going to see what happens. Father, when I go there, not Father, what are you saying? Mm. When I go there today, huh, let something, huh, let something appear, huh, let something. Then you go and show up and you say, maybe it wasn't God's time. No, you don't know how to engage with God. If you don't understand how the prophetic world, world works, when God came to Abraham and told him, Abraham, I will give you a son. He said, Lord, what are you talking about? He said, go outside, count the stars. And he did all that. He said, so shall your descendants be. Do you know what Abraham's response was? What must I give to make sure this word comes to pass? That's what Abraham said. Then God said, okay, get this lamb, get this dove, get this... Offer them as an offering unto the Lord. Notice, Abraham was not foolish. He understood this kind of thing. God didn't tell him. It was him within himself. He says, no. What prophetic principle do I need to fulfill? Because this is not just about having a child. It's about to have a destined child that will carry out the legacy of God on the earth. What must I do? He's talking to God and God gives him instructions. He says, okay, you give this. Why didn't God come and tell him, Abraham, for this child I'm about to give you, you need to give this. And that will mean God is selling the blessing. So God wants you to be spiritually wise that you can look at a situation and calculate. Many of you are like, that is why this, uh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm, I never fight Christians, I will never fight a Christian. But there is a lot of scam televangelists. Just send this, I will send you this miracle. Word. God is going to, he doesn't care about your spiritual condition, where you are, where you're going, how you believe or not. Just send this miracle money, I will send you miracle this. And foolish people send Listen, I am so tired of saying this. Look at my face. I am over it. If you can zoom into me a little bit. People on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok and any social media. How many times will people comment to you and claim it is me? And you're still responding, giving these people money. I don't need your money. I don't ask people for money. I will never inbox you. I will never tell you, send me your prayer request. I will never do that. For what? You keep doing the same mistake over and over again. I just get emails that say, oh, this woman lost 20,000, 30,000 trying to get a miracle. Me, I teach you the word. 
If you're in church, I will pray for you. Yes. If we do a phone thing, I will pray for you. Yes. I won't inbox you and say, child of God, God, I was going through your page. What kind of nonsense is that? I am busy living life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh-uh, listen to me. I'm being honest with you. Do I have a time I pray? Yes. Ah, but I'm busy living life. I'll be, at the, I'll be surfing. I'll be doing something. I won't sit there scrolling through your page for God to give me prophecy for you. Even though I can if I want to. I will never do that. I have a life to live. I am not a hypocrite man of God. Oh, I have been spending 12 hours in prayer for you. No. When, I'm, when I have my time of prayer, if God leads me to pray longer for people, I do it with no question. I bring people. But I am not sitting there taking you on Facebook and saying, Ah, Shanda Baba, child of God, God bless you. God spoke to you. I don't work like that. I am not fake. Amen. Me, I am not fake. I am what I am. Amen. And Jesus is cool with it. That's why he created me like that too. Amen. I am simply trying to advise you. Life is for the living. Stop waiting for a manifestation, yet you are the manifestation of the thing that you are praying for. So good. Maybe they didn't hear me. You are praying for the manifestation of something that you are the cause, the effect of the manifestation of that thing. No one else. It is you. When God wanted to save the world, he did not come as an angel. He came as a human being. Because the solution of man is with man. Listen to me. The solution of man is with man. It's not in heaven. God is not making up solutions as your problems come up. He already made all solutions before your problems appear. Are you listening to me? Stop, stop, stop living a false life, a miserable life. Be bold to go after what God has ordained for you. Apart while you are going after it, enjoy the process in life. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Do things that will elevate you. I'll give you an example. Anyone that has driven with me when I'm coming, on a day that I'm going to do the deepest prophetic service, I blast my reggae in the car. I don't come listening to worship music. I'm telling you the truth. Me, I'm not a hypocrite. Because I know the moment my heart is happy, when I close my eyes and say Father in the name of Jesus it is easy for me to communicate with God because there is nothing no pressure on my heart you cannot fix the soul by prayer teaching good Andrew is this true Rio is this true Harlem is this not true anyone that has been in the car with me I usually ride with the kids mostly Sometimes I ride with Uncle Masengo. Is he here? Uncle Masengo? Is he in overflow? Okay. Any 
anyone that is in the car with me, I'm just telling you me. I'm not saying go and do me. Do you. I'm talking about even when something disturbs me. I just, even my family, they just know you'll just hear sees like a laundry in the background. I'm telling you the truth. They just know I will come down in a second. Ja, watch over us. I'll be out there. My heart just... Why? Because they know how to offset me. What I am telling you, me, I'm not a hypocrite Christian. Many of you sit here like you live on Mount Sinai. Me who I get visited by angels physically. I'm not talking about spiritually. Physically. I sit down with them like this, we talk. Me who the Lord has taken me, I don't know how many times he has appeared to me physically. I am like this. It should tell you something. I'm just spending every day waking up, reading my Bible 24-7. It is good. But when are you going to practice it? Are you accumulating head knowledge? I am just being honest with you. Can I be real? Is there anything wrong with that? No. But if one verse can change a life, you are reading the whole book, nothing wrong with that. When are you getting time for it to actually enter your spirit? Come on. So we are overloading ourselves and at the same time not living a... Listen, Abraham was a fulfilled businessman. His only issue was who's going to continue this after I'm gone. You, you have too much spirituality. You have nothing to leave your people. The Bible says that a good father, a good parent, leaves an inheritance for his children. The least you can leave for them is that, listen, for my life, I worked too hard, I forgot to enjoy. Make sure you enjoy your life in holiness and in godliness. While you are pursuing these other things, don't be caught up in working, sleeping, working, sleeping, that you, you just, your body breaks down. Before you know it, you have sicknesses that should have never even been sicknesses. All I am telling you, by the Spirit of God, Be spiritually mature enough to understand that my spirituality must enhance my physical life. If it is not enhancing my physical life, then my spiritual life is lacking. Jesus knew how to enjoy life. I know you guys think that he was praying 24-7. That's not true. Read your Bible. That is why every time they were saying, ah, this Jesus cannot be a, a, a prophet. He cannot be a holy man. Yeah, Jesus, they were dancing. You would go and chill at a wedding. That they will come. His mother will come and tell him they have no wine. He's saying, please, I don't want to do anything spiritual now. I just want to chill. No, that's what he was saying. He was saying, Woman, my time hasn't come. Can I just sit? God! 
<laughs> you every second, Shandaba, let me pray for you. Me, Master Prophet, I don't even do that. If you meet me, you will not even know. Every second, mm, I have a word for you. Please take that word, have it for yourself. This is not the time for prophecy. I'm good. In the middle of dinner, Shandara Bababam. Even at the last supper, they finished eating. Then they went into spirituality. You guys, your spirituality has no borders. So good. Some of you husbands and wife, you are taking this scripture literally. Consider the Lord in all thy ways. May the Holy Spirit lead us into tonight. I need the Holy Spirit to minister to me. Your partner is hurt. Father, should I, should I not? Holy Spirit, show me today. While your wife is playing, let's get it on. Right, right. You, you are Shandakaba. Rukapaka. Even God is looking at you. What is wrong with this person? Oh my God. Can I be real? I'm just being honest. Yeah, if you can honest. hear me, wave your hand. In this church, we are not hypocrites. Amen. Father, I anoint myself for the great work. (laughs) That one at least is okay. (laughs) I am just real as they come. That is why marriages are breaking. You are fasting, praying too much. Can we go for dinner? We'll go. Shakata baba baba. Can we go for dinner? There's some demons that are fighting our family. Can we go for dinner? Shut up. Then when you you feel like it, can we can you minister unto me? No, I have a headache, I'm tired. Before you know it, the golf starts getting big and you separate and you say the devil came between us. No, your foolishness did. So good. So good. If you're not clapping, I'm talking about you. This is advice for those who want to get married. This is to you. Paul is saying, listen, if you want to fast, ask permission to your spouse, not to God. Come on. Amen. Come on. Go and talk to them. Uh, Can I get a, a leave of absence? So that I can minister unto God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> know what? Fried rice that day. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what Apostle calls it. <laughs> Honey, today we are not eating fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> no fried rice. Oh my God. No chow mein, no chow. <laughs> Just for 48 hours so I can fast and pray. 
Not even orange chicken. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not even a little steamed. No, just 48 hours. Okay. Then when you go to God, God receives you. If you ask God before you ask your partner, you failed. That's not what God said. Notice God is okay to make sure that you are physically happy. That if you are coming to him, you are physically satisfied. So that spiritually you can overflow. Teach you good. Teach you good. To conquer in life is not just about overcoming demons. I know I am nine minutes in. I'm waiting for the worship team. That's my excuse. I'm waiting for them. That's my excuse. But listen to me and listen to me carefully. Do you know why I enjoy my life? I realize the same demons that Jesus cast are still running on the earth. The same demons that the disciples cast are still roaming on the earth. When you cast out demons, we're not talking, remember there is a difference between demons, evil spirits, and clean spirits. All these are different. I'm talking about demons are fallen ones. When you cast them out, you can't banish them to hell. You can't. Because then they will roam around until the great judgment. So if I tell one, come out and never return, I know that that spirit has gone, will never return to that person. But it will roam in dry places looking for another body and I can't do anything about it. It won't do anything to anybody in here. No, no, no way. Even when you live here, they can't do nothing to you. Amen. But I am not going to stress my life fighting demons 24-7. Knowing that the same one Jesus cast is someone where maybe roaming in Israel. Ah, I'll cast demons, I'll go eat, go to the beach, enjoy my life. Because after my time, somebody else will come and deal with them until Jesus comes. I am aware of that. Children of God, live with the consciousness of knowing that life is for the living. To conquer in life. The Bible says it like this. He who ruleth over his own spirit is greater than he that can possess a whole city. When you can manage yourself, you will always live in the manifestation of every prophetic word and every prophetic prayer. When you pray, always ask yourself this question. What do I need to do to trigger this thing to be in motion? If God got his hands dirty to make a man that was going to be the cause of every tree that was going to grow, what do I need to get my hands dirty into to make what I want come to pass? Amen. Every prayer has a prophetic principle. Amen. Listen to me and listen to me well. When I'm doing this, this is African. It means verily, verily, verily. Verily. Pay attention to this. And pay attention to this very, very well. Who, who does hair? W- woman of God. No, no, you. Like hair. 
What do you do? I don't do anything at the moment, sir. What were you doing before? A counsellor. Accounts. What do you do? I am a business owner. And what What do you do for business? Um, COO. Okay. But what oh, is the kind okay. of business? We have herbal teas and honey. Okay. And I also enter sales. Okay. Let's go back to her. We've come from the United Kingdom. I can tell. Hello there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> who, who is a beautician, you know? I know beauticians. Who, who, who is a beautician that is close to you? Um, sweetie. Sweetie. Who, wh where is that person? She's in, back home in England. Okay, we need to pray for that person. Amen. Professor. Amen. Because when I was looking at you, I saw somebody that was into like beautician and stuff. That's why I asked you who's doing hair and things like that. I, so we need to pray for this person. I'll minister to you and I'll tell you what Amen. it needs to be. Okay? I'll tell you what it is. There is a beautician that does my hair. She's a celebrity stylist and she's sick. We'll pray for them too. But this one was really for her. Mm. Okay. okay? Okay, I'll talk to you. You came from England. I'll bless you. Don't Amen. worry. Amen. 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 God bless you. But remind me so that I don't forget. Okay? So listen to me by the Spirit of God. I am... I am completely finishing. <laughs> Apostle, don't laugh now. See, the drama is not there. The bass player is not there. So I'm waiting for them. Don't judge me. In short, remember, for everything you desire, for everything you're praying for, there is a prophetic play that you need to play. There's a prophetic part that you need to fulfill. For man to be saved, the prophetic part of Jesus to fulfill that he had to go on the cross. Miracles were easy. Everything was easy. But the prophetic part is the sacrifice part where your hands have to get dirty. That is the part that Others may not even understand why you're doing what you're doing, but it's not about them. Once you are done, they will thank you later. Amen. When they can benefit from what God has given you, they will come and say thank you. But even if they don't, you will be enjoying life anyway. Amen. Every time it is dark, know that the day has started. Yeah. Yeah. Let me say to these people on this side, Every time that it looks like it's over, the day just started. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me prophesy to the people on that side. These, are, these ones are taking it for granted. Let me go to some people that are going to hear this. Every time. It looks dark. Know that God has actually come. Amen. The Bible says the light shines in darkness. It doesn't say the light shines in light. So for God to get started, he needs darkness. So good. That means no human participation. When he does what he needs to do, then the human plays his part. Are you listening to me? Yes. 
I beg of thee, don't be stubborn and ignore what I'm telling you. There are some people right now in countries that are fighting. They just wish they could have a moment where they could just eat a nice meal. But they are running. You, you have an opportunity to eat nice meal and relax. You are playing games. You are fasting. 24-7. Fasting is not wrong. Fast. But when are you enjoying? The people right now, bombs are falling over there. They're just, Lord, if we can just sleep without ga-ga-ga-ga-ga-ga. You, you have time to sleep. You're saying, mm, they insulted me. How could they insult me? You're worried about what people did to you. You're carrying it with you that you can't even sleep. Put life in perspective, people. The Bible says that God will satisfy you with many years. Do you know what that means? You will live a fulfilled life. Not just many years. Fulfilled many years. The Bible says that Christ came. Christ came so that we can have life and life what? Abundantly. Do you know what that means? It means that Jesus came. Let me use you, little sister, come. This is what it means. She used to be sad because her soul was not going to heaven. Jesus came into her life. Now smile like you're happy. (laughs) So Jesus is in her life and given her spiritual life. But as Jesus gave her spiritual life, he also enhanced her physical life. So that life of the spirit has become abundant that the physical life can benefit from it. That is what life in abundance means. Remember, eternal life has no beginning, has no end. Something that has or increases abundance, it means it's going to a place of need. If you say, Lord, I need an abundance of wealth, it means that there are needs in your life. You can't say, I receive abundant eternal life. Eternal life already says it has no beginning and end. So once your spiritual life is enhanced, it starts to spill over into your Lamborghini. Into your mansion. Amen. Some of you are offended with mansions. The Bible says you have a mansion in heaven. I receive. So that means I can have one on earth and it's just fine. I receive. You're offended about things that are obvious. Imagine God is saying, you shall have mention. So imagine a mention in heaven will be different than on earth. But at least I can start warming up on earth. You worship as practice to worship in heaven. But you don't want a mention to practice a mention. I'm, I'm talking to the wrong people. If you don't like prosperity, you're not a Christian. You're deceived. In heaven, they're walking on gold. But you can't even put on a gold watch. I know next week people come two chains. (laughs) 
Nothing wrong with that. You are not sinning. You didn't steal from anybody. Enjoy. Amen. Amen. Stand up. We're going to pray. Stand up. Amen. Look at my son. Tall, handsome, anointed man of God. Well-groomed, well-manicured. If you see him, you will not know that he's extra anointed. Rocking his gold, representing heaven. Amen. 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 He's wearing prescription shades in the church because his future is so bright. Amen. <laughs> you think God is looking at him and God is offended? No, God is like, ma, ma, man. In our church, we are not hypocrites. Mm-mm. God said that he would dress you better than Solomon. You better dress up. Amen. Amen. I look at your clapping. I said you better dress up. Amen. Amen. Is fashion everybody's thing? No. But if it is your thing, dress unapologetically. As long as you know where you're going. Amen. You can't dress like you're going to the beach in church. You know what I mean? Yeah, but dress up. Glory to God. Glory Glory to God. God. Hypocrisy has dried up the church. Hypocrisy has killed the church. That people feel like if I get saved, I can't do business anymore. If I get saved, I can't use my talents anymore. If I get saved, that is demonic. Why did, did God give you these gifts to torment you? Come on, come on. You want to travel the world, travel the world. Amen, amen. Do everything responsibly and make sure you are pure before God. Everything else. uh... You know, a lot of people, let me just throw this in there. A lot of people always say, ah, you know, a prophet shouldn't have any tattoos, shouldn't have this, shouldn't have this, shouldn't have that. Uh, You know, and all these things. And they always quote Deuteronomy 19, I believe, 20, 20 what? 23 something, 23 or 28, 28. You shall not have any cuttings or engravings for, on your body for the dead. They don't read for the dead. If you read that whole chapter, it means we should never have haircuts. If you read from 23, it says don't shave your hair to the sides. Don't do that. Never trim your hair on the sides. Don't practice divination because these nations you're going to, they do these things as an occultic practice to the dead. Some of you don't even know that Jesus has a tattoo. Read in Revelations. It tells you on his thigh, it is written, King of kings, lords of lords. Do you know when you go to heaven, God will tattoo his name on your forehead? This is in your Bible. Why do you think the devil also wants to put 666 on your forehead? Where did he learn that from? Do you realize God, in order for Cain to be protected, God was the first tattoo artist on earth. He marked his forehead that anybody that saw him will leave Cain alone. So God must be a sinner. And anyway, the Bible says it like this. If we are being perfected by the law, then Christ died for nothing. 
If you're trying to keep the Ten Commandments, then what did Jesus die for? But you know all these things, one day they will die, their body will wither away, they will be in heaven, their body will be restored to them and they will realize they didn't enjoy life. Let's say I go. I believe I'll be here until the Lord comes, but let's say I go. Let's say I go. No, no, let's speak the truth. Let's say I go. First of all, I have all this and I'm anointed more than you. That should tell you something is wrong with your belief. Number two, let's say I go. Then the Lord picks back my body at the time. I will start over. But at least I tried it. You, you didn't do anything and you never had any experience. Are you getting what I'm saying? But all these things is because people read scripture out of context. Because you want to live a life that is not from God. Do you realize that all the Nazarites had long hair? All of them. They say you can't. They read Paul saying, it is not right for a man to have long hair. But they are not reading the context. But God told Samson, don't cut your hair. All the Nazarites never cut their hair. But they see you with long hair. They will say, oh, that is not godly. A man of God shouldn't look like that. Please give me a verse that describes the dress code, the hair code. Amen. They will have nothing. Some of them will even be foolish enough to say this. Prophet, if you looked differently, I would listen to you. Then you are not meant to listen to me. Just listen to that crazy. Are you listening to what God is saying or you want to listen to me because of how I look? Many of the people that say that when Jesus was on earth, if he was on earth in our time, they would have never listened to him. They would have never listened to the Lord. Trust me. Jesus was a young guy in his early 30s. He didn't dress like the priest. He didn't hang out with the priests. He walked with 12 guys that nobody knew where they came from. Going from city to city. What would they say about him? They have, you know, their image of Jesus is the one from the movies. Everybody was looking at Jesus. What kind of man of God is this? Why is he eating with them? Then Jesus said, listen, John the Baptist, this is why I say do you. Listen to Jesus' advice. John the Baptist came neither drinking or eating with the world. They said he had a demon. What about the son of man who came hanging out with these people? What would they say about him? That was an AKA do you. If you do right, they will say you're wrong. If you do right, they will still say you're wrong. Just do you, don't mind people. Amen. 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 John the Baptist was in the wilderness. They said he was demon possessed. Never eating anything unclean. Jesus came hanging out with people. They said he also had a demon. So Jesus was saying, so who is who? My sister, you want to get Brazilian, Argentinian hair from here to there, do it. (laughs) You can clap your hands better. I'm just being honest. If they call you Jezebel, they recognize Jezebel because he's in them, not you. 
So good. <laughs> deep calleth unto the deep. deep. They said, this pastor is taking people's money. What they are saying is, if I was in his position, I would be taking people's money. They are talking about themselves, not you. Hello. Hello. Mm. I want you to pray today and tell the Lord Jesus, say, Father, all I desire is that the life that you have given me through your son Jesus will overflow to every area of my life. Enhance my physical life. Lord, I know that you created me for more than fasting and praying. That is part of my life, but it is not the only life. I know I cannot be ignorant of my physical life. You said you would dress me. You said you would prepare a table for me. You said you would do these things for me. Why? Because you know that I need them. And if it is important to you, then it is important to me today. Lord, enhance my life. Lift up your voice and pray. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teaching. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on giving. Revelation Church is located in Simi Valley, California and has prophetic service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, Shalom.